This episode of Hatcher Cocky is brought to you by Barker Builds. Jeff Barker is an absolute beauty and his work is incredible. Jeff specializes in commercial and residential custom built trailers, gates, stairs, railings, pergolas, and more. Whether you want it done in wood, steel, ornamental wrought iron, or even aluminum. Jeff has 15 years experience and you can be assured that Barker builds it better. Check him out at www.barkerbuilds.ca. You can also find him on Instagram and Facebook. And what is going on, everybody out there, all of you beauts and beauties? It is episode number 80 of Hat Trick Hockey, which is always brought to you by our good friends over at GL Heritage, the official beer of Hat Trick Hockey. This being episode 80, it's, of course, the Nick Antropov edition of Hat Trick Hockey. He played 13 years in the league between the Leafs, Rangers, Atlanta, and Winnipeg, 788 games, 193 goals, 272 assists. 465 points he also played three years in the khl and i believe as of up till last year i know he still might be now but he was actually working in the leafs front office so i didn't know that did you nope Nope. everybody that's my boy my line mate rob rob what's going on man how's everything perfect (laughs) perfect now that he's cracked a beer open um crushing interviews and oh we're crushing and we just did an interview yeah you guys I'm not taking anything away from this interview this week. It's, we have a great one on tap for you this week. But next week, we got a fucking a banger lined up for you guys, too. So you guys will enjoy that one. But we're on this week's episode. So we got an absolute beauty in this week with us, too. So we're going to focus on him this week, obviously. But fucking uh, chirp me, too. Yeah, he did. Okay. It was it was beautiful. Um, so what's up, man? What's what's going on? Oh, not much. Uh Got into a couple of whiskeys last night with uh, a couple of the Meg boys, BJ and uh, Uncle Joe. Mm-hmm. Tends to happen. Tends yeah. to happen. Yeah, yeah. I haven't yeah. really been. It's been kind of slow, right, for us. So everything's fucking closed right now. So they just made the the announcement today that January thirty first are kind of easing everything back. So my hockey league will go back. We'll be back on the ice February sixth. So we still have another fucking two weeks before we can play. So we're going to be out in total. We're going to be out five weeks in total. But there was rumors of the arenas possibly staying open an extra month. So if the arena stays open an extra month, that's going to allow us to kind of play out our full schedule instead of just kind of hopping in where we, well, not where where we left off, but resuming to the date, right? So I don't know what's going to happen there. So I'm hoping that we get the extra month so that way we can actually play our schedule out. Did you so, hear uh, today the leader of the PC party, what he was talking about? No. So I'm old and I listen to AM 800 when I drive <laughs> into work and home from work. And I, I, li- I, lis- I like listening to the local stuff, like especially mm-hmm. sports and whatever. It really sucks that Steve Bell isn't on air anymore because uh, he was a beauty. Mm-hmm. But um, he was saying that he wants it that everybody has to get the booster to, to go into restaurants and all this shit. He said it will, it will uh, bump up the uh, levels in um, uh, the stats for people that have gotten the shots. Okay. So I'm driving home and I'm thinking to myself, well, the people that don't have any of the shots aren't fucking going to get the booster too. So they have to get three shots in the matter of what, 
and it, it will 30th or whatever it'll you fucking know, you can take go you fuck yourself it'll you take you yourself. it'll fucking take you because uh, you can't just get them back to back like you have to wait like you it would take you three four months to get all your shots right and you can't so now you're telling me i can't go to the i got my two shots if i want to um, get the booster it's a booster not a fucking a mandatory shot yeah he wants to make it mandatory mm-hmm. and i'm telling I'm, I'm saying go fuck yourself like I'm, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of being told what to do. I got my two shots and the people that don't have no shots, they're not going to get their shots mm-hmm. unless it comes down to losing your job. I'm guessing. Yeah. But even then it doesn't work for people. Some what I care. don't understand in this whole thing is that I have to have my two shots to go into a restaurant, but the ser- people serving me don't have to have any mm-hmm. Ex- explain that to me. I don't know. It's probably right. because the food industry's hurting enough as it is so well look at our well you're telling nurses and doctors that they don't get their shots they'll lose their fucking hundred thousand dollar jobs but yet somebody that hands you a my plate of food fries everything's okay right (laughs) doesn't make sense the part that you're telling me everybody in the kitchen's wearing a mask too the part the part that i don't get when it comes to the health workers is you were letting them work when all of this was fucking at its worst and they were not vaccinated and everything and then all of a sudden, when it's kind of calmed down a little bit, and now you're pushing vaccinations upon them when they were already in there and the worst of it without it. Right. Right. So what, why are we doing this? I'll be honest with you. I've got my third. I'm not fucking doing anymore. I'm done. Like, I, I'm not I, fucking honestly, doing anymore. I think process. you're going to have to get a booster every year, just like the flu shot. I don't, I don't want to do it. I probably right. won't. I probably right. won't, to be honest with you. I'm done at three. I Like, I'm fucking done. <laughs> like, I've... That's as far as I'm going. <laughs> That's, uh, you know what I mean? I'm yeah. done with fucking vaccination. So on that note, speaking of this, because all this COVID shit killed the fucking world juniors. Now they're talking about that. They're going to be they're They're going to play it out in August. So the world junior tournament is going to be played in August. So that's pretty cool. So now we can be floating around in the pool with a beer in our hand, watching hockey, watching the world juniors. So then oh, we'll won't the NHL playoffs just be ending and then pretty much maybe yeah. a month? Pretty much, yeah. So then Isn't they end around June, right? So then if they play in August and then so then the following year, did they play in September again? Or sorry, sorry, not September, but do they play Christmas time again? Yeah. So they would just be the, the next so, year. So they would just boom boom, eh? Back to back like that. I don't I don't care. I love it. I this tournament needs to be played. It does. I don't, I don't care what anybody, but maybe with them moving it, they're going to be able to create a little more like revenue and stuff for it because they're going to probably actually be able to allow to have fans in the building, right? Well, they should go play it in Texas. Yeah, go fucking stateside. I would. I would well, if apparently, I were. Apparently, uh, you know, COVID doesn't exist in Texas mm-hmm. because they're just, it's just too scared to go yeah. to Texas. Stops at the state line. <laughs> um, Speaking of beer and floating around in the pool and beer and stuff. But uh, did you see Chris Pronger's ceremony for his uh, it was awesome. jersey it was retirement? Awesome. He's like opening a beer and he's all calm about everything. Well, did, uh, did you know that Pronger used to have a sixer after every single game? Mm-hmm. He'd have, else, a, have, have a sixer in his stall. Someone was like that too. I want to say it was Hal Gill was like that too. Cause I heard his episode. I believe that. He, he was on chiclets and I think he said he was the same way. He's like, all these kids are grabbing waters and like fucking protein shakes and 
stuff like that. He's like, I want beer. Like I just worked my ass off for 60 minutes. I want beer. Like I don't fucking want water. Well, look at, look at, look at the men's league. They don't call it the beer league for nothing. Cause you know, as soon as you're done, you're cracking one. Mm -hmm. So congrats to Chris Pronger. So his number 44 is now hanging up in St. Louis. So as it, what a stud, rightfully so, rightfully so. The, Probably uh, one of the meanest hockey players ever to play that game. Yeah, he's fucking was no joke, man. Yeah. Um, Carey Price. So they're talking about that he's just going to be done the remainder of the season. Well, fucking obviously. Duh, he hasn't even appeared in a game yet. What do you do if you're the Habs when it comes to him? Do you trade him? I know he's got a heavy contract. They're paying him, right? I think so, yeah. Like even though he's out, they unless they got him on, unless, I don't know if they got him on. I've, he's, I'm assuming he's probably on a long term IR, right? That doesn't count against the cap, does it? I don't think it counts against the cap, but I do think they still have to. They pay still him. have to pay him, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what right. do you do? Do you try to find a trade for him? Because speaking of now, here we'll kind of put the two stories as one here. So they have a new general manager. His name's Kent Hughes. He's the 18th general manager in franchise history. So. Do you think he goes in and makes a splash and tries to do something about this? Or do you think he like tries to hold out and see what happens with Carrie? Like, I don't know what's going on here. Well, sooner or later, you're going to have to cut your ties, right? Mm -hmm. Like, do you think he just doesn't want to be in Montreal anymore and they're not saying it or something like that? Or like, because I'm pretty sure I seen a video of him like hunting and fishing and shit not too long ago. I don't know. I, I mean, yeah, maybe he's done with Montreal. Maybe he just uh, not happy. And they haven't. When was the last time they had a you know like a an Austin Matthews or a Connor McDavid or mm-hmm. you know Drysital? Like, the, who was the last one? Like, yeah, I know Kovalchuk. Yeah, I don't know. Fuck. You know what I mean? They 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 have not had a prolific goal scorer in. Oh, fuck. The last one that they probably had was like goal scorer, goal scorer in Montreal. Was Pure goal scorer. Guy Carboneau? Saku Koivu. Okay. I would say. And maybe if you go before that, you're probably looking at like Stefan Richet, uh, Carboneau, uh, maybe prior to that. But like, I'm thinking of the last one that was like putting up like 30 to 50 is. 50. Gonna, like, I'm, when was the last 50 goal scorer Montreal had? Oh, fuck. I'm going to say that it's the one that I'm probably one of the only ones that got near it in modern day, shall we say, is probably Saku Koibu, I would think. Yeah. I can't think of anybody like, else. That's the thing. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know I, what they I'll do. Be honest I, with I, you. I don't know if it's him or if it's them. I'd deal him. Yeah. I'd deal well, him. Like, enough's he's, enough. He's probably you know the I mean? greatest playoff goalie ever. Do you think uh, that maybe they exposed him with extra the, Brodeur? Do you think they maybe exposed him with the fucking Kraken thing, maybe hoping that they would take him? Well, he said, yeah, put me out there. Yeah. He, but I mean, he, he said, yeah, go ahead. But that's what I mean. But do you think Montreal actually did it? Trying to see if they could get rid of because that's a hefty contract, man. That's a big contract. So I don't know what's going to happen there. We're going to have to keep an eye on it the market today it'll have to be renegotiated you know mm-hmm. so yeah i know it's fu- it's Patrick all fu- Law too it's all fucking going crazy right now it's driving me nuts um so giovanni smith 
for the Red Wings. I honestly, I love him there. He's plays with grit. He's hits, he fights, he stands up for the guys on the ice all the time. Well now, so his brother, I think Jamal or Jamal, or I'm not sure on how you say it. It's spelled kind of weird. So it's hard to, to say what it is. So if I said it wrong, I'm sorry, but, uh, so they signed his brother. So the lightning put him on waivers and the Red Wings grabbed him off of waivers. And these are two big boys, like meat and potato type players. So I was wondering, did they have another Smith brother? Then we can get the fucking like fucking handsome brother style style thing going on with the Red Wings and the three Smiths or what? (laughs) Obviously, Stevie, why he He likes those big boys, man. Yeah. Yeah. And well, these, you get the, you get that protection. You get you get you get some more room. Mm-hmm. That's right? what I mean. I would I'd I'd play him on the same line. Why not? Put him on the what same they, line. Let him go out there and bang it up. You know what, what I mean? If, what if awesome. they don't like each other? I wouldn't want to play on the same line with my brother. I would. Me, I and, me and me and Drew used to play on the same line together. We used to cause a bunch mm-hmm. of shit. <laughs> it was oh, fun. My, bro- my brother would end up hogging the puck. Yeah. No, there was a lot of fights when I was out when I was on Drew's line. Let's put it that way. Because one shot on one, there's always a fight, right? Mm. But yeah, so I can't wait to see what happens there. Now we were just kind of listening to before we went on the before we came on the air here today, the Leon Drysidle interview. I didn't catch the name of the reporter. But he it was didn't doing, say, it didn't yeah, say his name. doing a post-game interview. I think it was after one of their most recent losses. And don't worry about the guy's name. He's a fucking asshole anyways. Yeah. So the guy like asked him, like, why are you being pissy and this and that? Because they went from the fucking top team in the league to fucking bottom five or ten or whatever like this. They're fucking yeah. struggling everywhere. <laughs> and this crazy part that we say is so – so Connor has 13 points in his last 13 games. And to us, that's slumping for yeah. him. Like, you know what I mean? And it's weird because his whole career, he's like a cheat code when he plays. He's so fucking good. But like, what do you well, think? He's, like a, he's averaging two points a game, right? Yes. But what do you think the Oilers need to do to turn this around? I don't know. They've been struggling for so long. Like, I don't know what you have. What, that- two of the best players in the world on your team. It, it okay, but yeah, not only that is they got some great hockey players on that team. Mm-hmm. But and look at so so Edmonton struggles to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. The Leafs make the playoffs and struggle in the playoffs. You know what I mean? There's no rhyme or reason to it. Now, all I can say for Toronto is they've taken up so much money between five guys that you, and I'm not taking anything away from Jack Campbell. I think he's a fantastic goalie. He's a fantastic human being. Like I, I, I got teary eyed watching that uh, all or nothing. You know what I mean? Just listening to how much that guy praises everybody, Mm -hmm. but I still don't think that he's the guy to get you there. Now, that being said, Is, is, is it too much money being taken away from, like, you know, you, you, you put everybody on one line. What the fuck do you got? I'll say it again. You got one deal, line. You got to deal one of those five contracts, man. And to me, it's JT. Bye. To me, it's yeah. JT, man. You, you have to keep Morgan. Well, one, you just signed him, and he's a fucking top 5D in the league, so you got to keep him. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Austin Matthews is Austin Matthews. So you got to keep him where to me, I can't believe they didn't give him the C, but anyways, that's, that's something for, that's something for another day, but maybe he was too young at the time. Willie's actually playing good. Okay. But, he's but, been, he, but, but he's, he's, he's like a fucking light switch, man. Mm-hmm. He turns off and turns on whenever he feels like it. Mm-hmm. That guy could score 50 goals every fucking year. Yeah, but he still, but he takes games off. He takes shifts off. John Tavares does not take shifts off. No, I agree. But Willie's a little more productive. Younger, comes I get it. Points, but he gets more points. I'm looking at it straight up analytics here. So I'm looking stats. You know what I mean? That's what jumps out to me. And I don't JT, think he has. I, I, I'm looking at it as heart. You mm-hmm. have to fucking be a leader. And John Tavares is a leader. Of course he is. That's what I mean. But you got to figure his age. He could care like less that. if he scores or, or he doesn't. He's just mm-hmm. making bank. And remember, all this started because of that fucking contract that he got. Mm-hmm. Because he wanted same what he wanted on the same level as Matthews and Marner. Yeah, but he isn't Matthews and he no. isn't Marner. Marner, Marner shouldn't have made that the money league. either. Marner med- led the league or the team in fucking points the year that Matthews got his contract and he doesn't make as much money as Matthews. Oh, I know, dude. It so. is, it's, I just can't believe that 65% of their cap is fucking five guys. Yeah. Like it's, it doesn't make sense to me. Um, so if we go like league leaders and stuff, like the Leafs, well, I know Matthews is way up there when it comes to goals and stuff like that. Um, but points like the Leafs don't have a guy until Austin Matthews is in 14th. He's got 41 points right now, but it's all goals. How many goals? How many assists? Uh, let me tell you right now. So Austin Matthews so far this year. He has played 34 games so far this year. He's got 25 goals. He's got 16 assists for 41 points. He's plus three as well. So to me, he's doing his job. But yep. like Marner kind of fell off. Like he was up and well, he, he got hurt around the top top 10 too. He got hurt. Point. He was out for a month. Yeah, I know he was. But that's so. the, put some fucking beef on that kid, man. You look at him. He's a rail. He ran into Muzzin. <laughs> I know. Muzzin is as big as my fucking house. I know, but still put some beef on that kid. Cause when other guys uh, in the league, I got no problem with him. I got no problem with him. But anyways, back to Connor. I'm trading, I'm trading JT, but yes. So I'm anyways, so to this reporter, like Connor, just what they need to do. What I think, could help them is the part that sucks is they kind of need help everywhere. Sign Evander Kane for the fucking million dollars. See what happens. Sign him for the rest of the year. See what happens. Next, goalie situation. They they need a goalie. So do you make a trade for Mark Andre Fleury? You got like uh, Yamamoto. He's on the trading block. Uh, they're talking that uh, there was a couple other guys too that were on the trading block forwards that I was kind of like whoa. So do you do that? And do you kind of, do you try to bring in like a Marc-Andre Fleury? But Marc-Andre Fleury could be just a rental. So that's only like a Band-Aid too, right? So, but then you got D, the D's not doing the best. Nurse isn't really having the season that he's supposed to be considering that he just signed a big deal too, right? So 
It's fucking a lot of pressure. It's a lot of yeah. pressure. Kenny Holland's got his fucking work cut out for him. I'll tell sure you he that. Does. But, but he's, he's in a good spot. He's got fucking tools, right? It's he, not like he has he a just base. Went into Buffalo and fucking mm. yes, picked up Buffalo. Yes, like there's so, a base there. Yeah. So I don't know. We're we're gonna find out. But if they don't get their shit together, what's gonna have a fucking what's gonna have a little? He's done like, a really good job, Kenny Holland in in Detroit. He did a really good job. You know what I mean? Like. The teams that he put together and the cups oh, yeah. and, and all that shit, you know, like he, he, he definitely knows what he's doing now. It's a matter of writing the ship. Mm-hmm. So the Holland was a big part in the Red Wings being relevant all those years. Right. Cause he was the master behind that brought in all these fucking guys. So I yep. think, I think he can do it again. I think he's been in worse when he was with the Red Wings and hopefully for Euler fans that they figure this shit out. Cause if not, it's going to be a fucking bumpy ride and what's going to have a cross like earring Barry bond style hanging earring for a month was the bet on fricking chiclet. So we're going to see, can we go back to the lease for one second? Go ahead. I want to I know what the fuck is going on with them. They're, they're taking teams in the first fucking period, because a lot of times they're winning three, one, four, one, going into the second mm-hmm. yeah, they and, then, do. and then there's nothing left in the tank. I, I, I don't get it. Like they just did it last night against the Rangers. I was they say go they in three, one going into the second, third period. Mm-hmm. I can't remember exactly. I, I know it's three, one in a first, Yeah, but I was into the whiskey. So like, yeah, it, it could it, be it, worse. Yeah. Did you see what fucking Boston did the other night? Boston gave up five it was goals. By six? They, they, no, but they gave up five goals in the third period. Yeah, that's fucking insane. Third period insane. alone. And it was it was Rask. Rask got pulled after the first the one game, I think, because they were down fucking five one. Or something like that. But I don't know. Either way, I don't know if it was the first or every the third good team or whatever, has but glitches. They, but they gave up five goals in a period, which was completely nuts. But um, every good team has glitches, and it's a matter of the mm-hmm. coach the captain and the general mm-hmm. manager sitting down and, you know, figuring it out. Like these guys are just hockey knowledge everywhere. Mm-hmm. And it, it, and it's unbelievable. Like how you can have basically in all the three teams that we talked about, all-star teams, mm-hmm. you know, oh, know, and then, and then just, just tank. Like it, it doesn't make sense. Like it's how fun. it just happens. It's nuts, dude, but it's sports, right? Um, it is what it is. On that note, should we hop into our inter- to our interview here, shall we say? Yep. We got Absolute Beauty on here with us. We have a current Leamington Flyer. We have Wyatt O'Neill with us today. So everybody enjoy his interview. The kid's a beauty. Sat down, shot the shit with us, told us what's going on out there in Leamington with the Flyers, talks about his coach, stuff like that. So all you Flyers fans out there, everybody out in Leamington, this one will actually Maidstone area too because he's from this area. He's from our neck of the woods. So everybody enjoy Wyatt O'Neill. Roll it. Don't Well, ladies and gentlemen, this next cat with us, he's a former 73. He was here in 2017-18, sorry, where he recorded 35 points in 40 games here in town since then he's went on to play for the leamington flyers he's been there i believe he's in his third season there he's totaled 118 games there where he's recorded 51 goals 11 of those are this year which are three game winners by the way keep the change 
55. It's not a big deal. Yeah, he's got 50. Is that, is that good? Uh, he's got 55, like, apples there as well. He's got 106 points there in 118 games, which is pretty damn good. Let's welcome to the show, Wyatt O'Neill. What's up, buddy? How's it going? Not bad yourself. Just want to thank you guys for having me out here. And I'm a little excited, a little nervous, but uh, what's to be nervous about, man? We're just shooting the shit. It's all good. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's like prom. Yeah. It's like prom, bro. Never know what's gonna happen. Never know oh. what questions you guys are gonna fire off at me. <laughs> There'll be a bunch. Yeah. So what's going on, man? How's how's well, everything well. going? Rob has a hole in his lip, obviously. Every fucking time I open these things. <laughs> Shitty probably being off right now, right? Obviously. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely been a weird last uh, couple of years, and especially for hockey or whatever in 2020, 20, uh, 2019, 2020, you know, our season getting canceled where no one knew what was going on. And we had a pretty strong team and then that ends and then you go into the fall and not knowing and then finally you end up going the whole year without playing. And then this year, you know, you start camp and you get rolling and you go into Christmas break, ready to come back. And then, you know, you lock down again. So I guess just trying to stay positive right now. And hopefully that in a couple of weeks, they give us some good news here and tell us we can get back on the ice. But other than that, just keeping busy in my own personal life. And mm. that's about it. Yeah. This lockdown shit. Jason Puck buddies. What fucking hell handsome this guy is. Eh? <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure he's not. I'm sure he's not having any issues when it comes to women. And I'm sure he's not chasing them. They're chasing him. <laughs> not when you play. Not when you play junior hockey in this area. You probably won't have to. Yeah. Hey, where where uh, did you grow up in? Like this area? Or are you like Fleming Yeah. No, I I grew up uh, Maidstone, Ontario. Okay. But I always went to uh, school in Essex and started playing minor hockey in Essex when oh, I was okay. think five. I started playing Timbits or whatever, and then. Mm. I think my first year of travel was 2009 2010 or 2008 something like that yeah it was uh we played select slevens and then i went to uh novice and we ended up having a pretty good team there and we actually won home chase oh, nice. there so that was like my first real year of travel and uh i got to meet a lot of buddies that i'm still very close with like still talk to this day ended up going to school with them all through grade school and high school and we still hang out today so that's pretty pretty cool for me that's usually where it all starts too <laughs> maystone shout out joe mcleod yeah <laughs> joe mcleod what a guy and we know you know him yeah joe <laughs> who doesn't know him yeah, everybody knows him I, I tell the story all the time it's like uh you know, every time I see him, especially if, he, if the wife bought him a new pair of coveralls, right? Like, what are you going to a wedding? Yeah. <laughs> it's either a kilt or uh, the coveralls. Yeah. I think I've only seen him in the last couple of years in the coveralls. Yeah. Not his own home, nothing else. Right. <laughs> I've seen around the rink a lot. Around, I've been around Essex a uh, little more before the lockdown. And uh, that's all I see him wearing. That even and, when he's even when he's coaching, right? He's he's wearing the coveralls. Yeah, that, uh, <laughs> what that a fucking beer. beauty. <laughs> that's hilarious. Doesn't even surprise me at all, to be honest with you. No. Um, Who canoes to fucking the island? He's in twice. Yeah, that, yeah, that was nuts. That was hey. a great story. Or when oh. he tried to run to Chatham. Yeah, that was yeah. pretty good. Putting on blisters. Yeah. Uh, my uh, better shoes. <laughs> that's crazy. Hey, 
2017 you so you were probably like 15 16 ish i would say when you started here in town playing like playing like junior hockey yeah yeah so i have a late birthday so i was turning 16 but my first couple games as uh 73 i was 15 but my 16 year old year but that was 17 18 grade 11 attending essex district high school right in town so Mm -hmm. So it was pretty cool or whatever, but yeah, that was uh 15, 16 year old year. That had to make you a little nervous. Like, yeah, that's pretty young, man, to be going out there. And these, well, kids are now what, uh, 20, 20, 21. As when I stepped in there, I was in a room with, we had three 21 year olds, yeah. 22 in 2018. So yeah, it's like essentially you're out on the ice with some guys that are like grown men and you're only yeah. 15. <laughs> I was sitting next to guys with full on lumberjack beards, beards and yeah. I couldn't even grow armpit hair. <laughs> so it was a little different. Yeah. So, so they didn't have to shave you. No, I got, I got to miss that part. Oh, that's funny. Now you followed after your, your, your dad, Warren and your uncle, uh, Jay. Yeah. For the 73s. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I always get told about the history. i I don't really look into it that much. Obviously, I knew my dad played there. My brother, Kyle, played there when he was, like, 14. Wow. Back in the day. I think he played, like, a year before I would have been there when he was in grade 10. We'll have to get him on. That's crazy, man. It was a little different back then. But, yeah, so I think they they actually did, like, a little article on me, which was nice or whatever. I remember when I was in grade 11 there, they wanted to talk about, like, the family and that. But my dad never really – he was nice. He never really pushed me to – kind of play there it was kind of just said wherever you want to go and have fun and just do it so that was nice but mm-hmm. if anything Lou pushed me he was a big push in me to go there yeah I was uh shout out Jordan Broman <laughs> I wanted to see the family yeah right I remember like I wasn't even gonna play junior C I was like you know what I had a lot of buddies on triple uh, a and uh I was gonna go back or whatever and I told my dad I'm like if I don't make junior B, I'm going to play major major. Like I'm not trying to oversee. I'm not doing it. Cam Crowder ended up uh, getting a hold of my brother, and my brother called me one day. I was just sitting at home in this close down to summer, whatever, Raider camp, and uh, he was like, "Hey, we want your brother to come skate or whatever." Cam told us my brother, so my brother called me, and he's like, "Just go try it." So you don't have to sign; just go do it. So I ended up going and do it, and they asked me to uh, if I wanted to sign and I said no I'm not sure yet blah 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 well they asked me to play in the game against Amherstburg Tuesday and I played and I still remember they asked me to sign after and I was like oh, I don't know but I kind of wanted to so I ran out in like my jock strap right out to the lobby and Lou and my sister and my dad were there and I was like they asked me to sign like I kind of want to like blah blah and Jordan's like do it do it <laughs> and my dad was just like Whatever. Johnny Redney do so, it I actually needed my dad to come in and sign some papers with me or whatever. So I ended up signing then. And then honestly, it was like the best decision I ever made. Like starting junior at like a young age like that, or even just in general, like it was so much fun mm-hmm. and the guys were all great to me or whatever. And nothing but good things to say about it really. So mm-hmm. I'm glad I did that. Yeah. Rob, what do you got? What are you doing over there? Griffin Robinson just texted me. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, he wants on the show too. That's a holy fuck. That's big, eh? Yeah. Well, I'm like, blind. <laughs> I, 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 I well, have you seen that guy's eyes? Fuck. 
I'm gonna have to hold it over here. He's got so mole eyes. Can see it. <laughs> Get a projector down here so you can read that one. I, I got one right here, Rob. If you want. Does does he have the back, bro? Rob fucking probably has the font cranked right up on it too, where he gets like three like letters per fucking screen when he types. Who that? Hey, what about your your first your first like goal? Where did you get that at? Your first like junior? junior, yeah, your first junior goal. I got it. uh I got it in Essex, right? I think it was our. I remember this pretty good, so. Don't judge me, everybody. It was our third game. It was, uh, yeah, I know. It was the it was the Frankie Matthews or whatever afternoon game. We played Lakeshore. We lost. I can't. I think three two or, but that was my first goal in junior, and it was uh, against Lakeshore on like a Sunday afternoon game, and uh, I was pretty excited about that because I think it was it was our third game in, and I didn't score yet. I think I had an assist one assist in two games or whatever. And I was kind of like getting on myself, like, you know, you want to get that first one, blah, blah, blah. And I did. So that was pretty exciting or whatever. And after that, it's boom, floodgates. Was it a, a snipe or was it a oh, empty net? Empty. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was like, I walked off the behind the net on the power play or whatever. And I think I kind of made a move on the goalie or whatever and got him to move and scored it or whatever. But they don't ask how they ask how many right <laughs> damn right not everything you get's gonna be pretty Lived off those. yeah exactly <laughs> that's fun I, I was great like like if i could have shot in every game you know when they have the uh the intermission there on the score oh with the chachis oh, for it i got it i got it every time i did that once i missed i think i missed the net when i did it. i was like 12 years old it's understandable your dad didn't have very good hands either <laughs> friends in the family i guess <laughs> hey well speaking of hands did you ever fight much or have i like, did have, have you this year or no i'm not a fighter i might come come off as one but i wouldn't classify but I did end up fighting once. It, it didn't go in my favor, but uh, <laughs> we were in playoffs my rookie year in Leamington, and uh, we played Kamoka, and it was just kind of an intense series. And we ended up finishing first that year, and Kamoka was like six or something. They beat out Chatham, who was like on paper Chatham had probably like, if not one, if not the best team in the league on paper, and they ended up struggling. They're uh, through late in the season in playoffs. They lost first round of Kamoka and everyone was like, what the hell? So we ended up going down three, one to them. We won game one and then lost three straight. It's never happened to us all year. And we're kind of had our tail between our legs. So, but uh, we were out there in Kamoka the one game and I was chirping the one guy or whatever. And then one of their big guys who was, you could just tell was just a fighter or whatever, kind of just grabbed me. And I was like, had no choice really and i was just like oh fuck here we go <laughs> so i just kind of protected myself he caught me once uh in the nose and then i went down and that was it and been on ever since <laughs> those are tough ones to take yeah oh yeah but yeah it wasn't yeah i was shocked i thought it would hurt more i remember i was bleeding or whatever and i was just like fuck i thought like that would be way worse but it was uh it was definitely an experience but no Almost that was about my only again. fight there's been like scrums and that but that was about it i remember 
playing when I was 16 or whatever, and you don't know anybody in the league and you're kind of, you know, you're 16, you're young and you, you feel like no one's going to touch you and you run your gate or whatever. And then you end up with the wrong guy, which fortunately never really happened to me, like ending up with the wrong guy. But I remember there was times where guys would look at me in the locker room and be like, Hey, I'd watch it if I were you. And you kind of just go like, Oh, okay. Yeah. But you got my back. Right. Yeah. It doesn't even matter. And then they're like, I don't know. Like, I don't J- know. like Jamie McDermott fucking run, runs his gate all the time on when he was playing for the threes and everybody bitched about having to stick up for him. But you know what I mean? It throws them off their game and yeah, part of the game. I played I with it. it. Like, I don't think I was that bad for like doing, I, I definitely, when I was younger, I, um, as you get older, I feel like you kind of realize like, it's like, what am I doing? Like just wasting your breath. You know what I mean? Like if I ever chirp now, it's more on like a, a serious note sticking up for like guys who are younger. When a guy takes a run at somebody, it's like, what are you doing, man? But um, I played with uh, a couple of guys, one guy in particular that would just like, he was the best at getting under skin and he didn't care what anyone in the building thought about him and he would do whatever. And, it was, was the best it was definitely a laugh like when you were on his team but i always remember like i don't know if i ever said it to him i think we might have joked about it a couple times but if i wasn't on your team like i would spear you in the neck kind of thing <laughs> and he just laughed over but he was the best that I, i've ever seen in a row. he was pretty good and he was a great guy away from the rank and all that and loved hanging out with him or whatever but he was definitely like by far the most agitator whatever you want to call that Heart and soul guy. Yeah, for sure. A heart and soul guy. Meat and potatoes guy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, so like, what was the best chirp you ever heard? Uh, fuck. There's been a lot. There's probably some ones that I, I can't say, but, uh, why? Well, because they weren't even supposed to say I'm kind of thing. You know what I mean? (laughs) But one of the best, like just classics I've ever heard and just, like witty was uh a kid i played with in leamington or whatever guys would always like you know they'd come up and and we were cages you want to talk about fighting it's like who's gonna fight with a cage on but someone went up to him or whatever and was like said they were gonna fuck him up or something like that he just kind of and this guy was just like calm and careless or whatever and he just kind of turned and was like the guy's chirping him he's like He's like, yeah, uh, why don't you go fall down or go fall down? I'll meet you there or something like that. <laughs> something he worded it like, go go practice falling down. I'll meet you there. Yeah. And the kid just kind of looked go at him there and was practice like, falling down. I'll, I'll fucking head over I'll there in a minute. Yeah, yeah, like go practice falling down. I'll meet you there or whatever. And yeah, like, actually, one of the guys I played with said it this year or whatever. And I I just thought that was hilarious. Like, because then kids just look at you guys like, you're like, like, so caught off guard that was a pretty good one uh i don't know there's been a lot like it's hard to name one but if i had to put one that like makes me laugh it'd probably be that one one of the i've heard people bigger guys are like i play with guys so somebody will call them fat and they'll be like oh yeah you should see the other half or something like that and the kid's just looking at them and i think that's that was a pretty good one but I think the best chirp you could throw is when someone chirps you and you find a way to reverse it. Like this one. Hey, suck my dick. 
Whip it out. I'll suck it right off your body. <laughs> yeah, guys Baby go, what? One. Guys go, what? <laughs> they have no idea what to do. <laughs> no idea what to say. That's funny. It's easy peasy. Yeah, I wouldn't say that, but you could. <laughs> I, I know have. you have. I have. Because Rob's a weirdo. <laughs> hey, your uh, first year with the Flyers, you guys won the Stan Moore Award, didn't you? Is that, is that uh, first is that place? First, yeah, it's your first overall. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know it was called that, but yeah, we won. Uh, we beat Kamoka and clinched or whatever, and it was actually pretty sick because we ended up, we kind of started it off a little shaky, and then we made some trades or whatever. But we ended up clinching first in Kamoka, so that's like thirty minutes out of London. Mm. So we were on the other side or this side. I, I think it's like that side of London. So it's out in like the county kind of thing. Yep. It's like whatever yep. Essex and Windsor, not far at all. So fucking we clinch and the owner, or I think the owners are there, whatever but our coaches are like, get on the bus boys. We're going to Jack Astor's. Oh, it's a great. Place. So we fucking got on the bus and they brought us downtown London and paid for our food and that. And like one of, uh, one of our good buddies on the team, he ended up, he has a cottage right on the water in Leamington. So we were probably in London for whatever, get back at like two in the morning. He's like, everybody to the cottage. And we partied all night long or whatever. That was the bus drop you off there. No, we had to go back to the rank. And then usually it was like rookies drive or something, but that was (laughs) because they can't drink. Right. Yeah. They're underage. (laughs) Yeah. We never did that. We all waited till we were 19. I didn't even know what beer tasted like till yeah. 19. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. Hey, all those fucking goals that you have, you ever score in overtime? Yeah. That's got to be sweet. Yeah, I, I think probably my favorite overtime goal is, if I remember them all. Oh, you have but multiple? What, I think I have a couple. Jesus. Well, you knew he had three game winners. Like you, you don't know how many overtime goals he got. No, but those ones might not be in overtime though. Like over the years. Yeah, you know just I mean? yeah, just whatever. My favorite one though probably is uh, the year we were re- like really good. Our I call it the COVID year. We uh, we were playing London in our barn. We just got back from the cruise. It was like a week later. It was close because I remember our whole team got sick right off the boat. Like I was dog sick for like two weeks. I remember I had to leave work early and shit like that. And my brother was actually training me at this new job. I went and worked uh, where he works or whatever. And he was actually training me. So he would be nice and be like, just go home and go to bed. I'll take care of it. So we ended up playing London and I was like fucking sweating before the game, like whatever we go into overtime. And uh, I fucking... Got the puck out of the corner. I think it was Reich's cycled it or whatever. And he kind of had two defenders. I pop out and I gave a little backhand sauce to Zach Taylor. He rang it off the post and like without even reaction, I turned around and batted it into the net. Yeah. And we beat London 3-2, which was like a huge game or whatever. So that was probably like my favorite one. You swatted it right out of the air? Yeah. Oh, that's all. That works. (laughs) Kind of like it was cool or whatever. And I remember my brother was at the game or whatever. And we're all celebrating. He's like Kyle? making, no, it was Cody. Oh, okay. Him and his wife came or whatever. Cause I don't know, to sport me or whatever. And they were, they got a couple of pictures and he was like, tell everyone to stay away from you. Cause we were all like, I was, but it started with like guys on our team right off the boat. And then it just kind of went through and 
we look back at it now and I think we saw we all had COVID at the time, right? Because that was in 2020. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. We just yeah. got back from yeah. Miami, like did a cruise ship or whatever. And I mean, we all made it. So Jesus. That's so sad. now you you had an incident. Um I'm looking at your it's Dana right now. Oh boy. Um where you 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 play in a tournament and your brother sat you down. You were all pissed up, not pissed up, pissed off. And uh, your brother, Kyle, sat you down and talked to you about something and you come out firing the next game. I'm drawing, I'm, I'm shooting blanks right now. Uh-oh. Who is this? Is this? It's your mom. Oh. <laughs> what are you doing to him, Rob? Oh, you know what? I actually, I think I remember. I remember uh, if it's correctly, because Kyle always gave me fucking shit. Like, yeah. he would just tell me I'm a fucking pussy or whatever get over it and kind of tough you're, love you're being a, a baby about yeah that? but i remember that's when i was like we won only chase we were playing caledonia we we're up two nothing it was like best out of five right at that age so we come back in essex and uh, they give us the threes dressing room so we got the speaker going like sweet parents that? that are in the room like siblings of players and i got our jerseys on and like it's packed and we're like eight years old like it was just like felt like you're playing in the nhl yeah you know you get the threes room you come out through the big doors sure. do that hot For lap sure. so i think it got to our heads a little bit and we lost and i remember like i was just a wreck i was like fucking crying and throwing my stick sitting just, on his bag fucking big pope big there whip. was like we had family friends come to the game and i wouldn't even talk to them i was just being a little baby or whatever so i think if that's what she means because i think uh I got a little tightening, tell him smarten up and blah, 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 and just whatever. And we ended up, we went to Caledonia and we took a bus the next game. I don't know if it was the next day or whatever. And we ended up winning. So that was nice. But that was probably what she was talking about if I had to guess or whatever. But he was always, uh, he always would give me pointers, sometimes not in the nicest ways. But, mm-hmm. you know, you, you, you take it how you want it and either you learn from it or not. And like you said, tough love, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, now, were... you also played in the uh, Quebec tournament. Yeah. When oh, I was sure. uh, my first year at AAA. That was. Now, how old are you there? Grade seven. So, were you 13? No. Seven plus five. 12. I think you're 12 there. Because, yeah, I think I was thir- uh, 13. Well, you, you might have been 11 because you have a late birthday. Yeah, but this was in February, New Year. Oh, okay. Of grade seven, right? So we were gearing up after that year, you're going into grade eight. But yeah, that was like one of the coolest experiences I've ever had with hockey. Like, And that's a huge tournament. Yeah. Look yeah. That. Look at these fucking things. They just fucking want to go off. I'm not excited to open that one. <laughs> I'll, give you, I'll give you the towel when you're ready. I'm not worried about the floor. I'm worried about me. No offense. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> Just because you say no offense, it doesn't mean I'm not upset about it. <laughs> we, uh, yeah, we got, I think it was, you had to get accepted or whatever. So we got accepted and we actually billeted when we were there. So you got, uh, you got to bill with a buddy. Actually, mine was Josh Root. 
he plays for the threes right now or whatever. We built it together and we had a pretty nice family or whatever. And younger kids, we like, uh, I think it was two boys and there was a girl, but we, they had to go to school, but we'd get up in the morning with them and they'd always want to play like Xbox and that. And then in their community, they had a rink and it was like two, it was like, I don't know, like 500 feet. Like it was like, it was just a huge puddle with boards around it. Like it was crazy. Awesome. And everyone used to just put their sticks over the shoulder and like the whole community kids you after school and dinner they just walk over huge lights on it or whatever and we go out there and play with a bunch of kids or whatever and have some fun and then the tournament was like insane like you would have a vip pass you go in the back door down i remember they had like crates of chocolate milk bananas fruit all set up outside the room with tape and it's like you're like 12 years old you're like holy shit like felt like big time or whatever and Mm -hmm. then Got to do the uh, carnival there. That's when that was going on. Or oh, like the big was, skate Yeah, thing? like, no, like, you know, where they do the carnival. Like, there's the snowman there, but oh, right, right. they do oh, the ice right, castle. Right, right. So we walked through, like, yeah. everyone's there, right? They have all that shit going on. We walked through through there or whatever, but I actually ended up getting, like, really sick after that. I remember I stayed with my dad for, like, two days in the hotel. I was, like, puking my brains out or whatever, and but you had spans of breaks throughout the days. Like you'd play like a game, like how the tournament worked. You'd play like a game that mattered and then you'd be off for like a day or two. Mm-hmm. And then you'd play another game. Like it was such a big tournament, right? It was so spread out. So we were there for like a week. And I think if I remember correctly, like we actually did pretty well. And I remember like parent, like my dad and I were almost like, we might have to cancel our flight home and get a couple extra nights here. Cause we were still, and then we ended up, I think we lost like Minnesota or New Jersey or New Jersey or something, mm-hmm. but overall, like a very cool and unreal experience that I'll never forget. Yeah. Like with the guys and that. So that's awesome. Hey, you wear a, you wear a like letter this year, don't you? Uh, yeah. I'm assistant captain. So that's gotta be pretty sweet. Finding out yeah. that, right? Yeah. It's uh, I think it's how you take it. Right. But, it definitely comes with its uh, responsibilities or whatever. How but the fuck did you get all the good ones? I don't. I think I just know how to open a beer. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. I think you're shaking them behind the camera. I think so. <laughs> I was like, Woo! <laughs> no, yeah, it's cool. Uh, obviously, like, try and I think how I kind of take it is like you take what you learn over the years from the older guys. Like, I think I was very fortunate to be around like great great leaders like my whole junior career guys are you know always keeping you in the loop and keeping you involved and that's like what you try and make is the biggest thing is you know everyone's close as teammates and that so just kind of take what you learn and you know try and teach the younger guys you know and it doesn't last forever and just enjoy it or whatever but you know Mm. I like all the guys on our team this year you know like OB's captain and he's one of my best buddies. Like we talk pretty much every day, see each other on the weekend. And then you got Darby with an A and then pick who's a younger guy, but you know, he's a good leader as well. So and we're not doing too bad this year. Right. So I don't think we're doing a terrible job. No, you're definitely not. I think you guys are tied for first in the West with, I think it's London. I want to say. Yeah. I think that's what it was after Christmas break. Yeah. Or like after our last game, that's what they said. Yeah. 
But. And also, too, you guys are—you guys have played them, I think, three times this year. They've beat you guys twice, two out yeah. of the three times. What can you guys do to beat these guys? Like, what do you think you guys have to do? A oh, full sixty. Mm. They've got—they've uh, got some definitely some good players there, and a couple strong lines or whatever. But you know, I think we're just as good. You know, I think we have as or aspects of our game that are good just as good if not better you know and i th- i think when we play them it's it's obviously going to be like a even match you would say or whatever but at the end of the day it just comes down to uh who wants it more who's going to work harder compete harder and what what about the vipers they're uh you know they're a good team or whatever because when we went we saw them fucking just throttle you guys. well in november you put up a hat trick against them didn't you I think yeah, I think we beat them like seven two or something. Yeah, but you had three that I think it was the. 25th. You guys came to the first game of the year though, our home opener. Yeah, well, that, that's what we was were it. Our home opener, do, right? Yeah. yeah. It was that. Uh... Yeah, there was like two hundred people in there, which was very disappointing. Like, yeah, the fans I couldn't, again. I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. Like there's, <laughs> there's been an average of like five in Essex. Yeah. You know, and then we we go out to Leamington, and I'm like. Oh my god! Like, maybe it's because of the beer sales. I'm well, gonna, I'm gonna go with kind of like. Is there a like, lot of? Know. Is there a lot of like hometown guys on the team? No. That like could the, be another that's, reason that too, hurts. Right? There's uh, there's one because Essex here hurt. they're loaded up on guys from here from town and they're getting five six hundred a night. Yeah, I think a lot of it has to do with the vaccine, though. Yeah, you're probably right too. Yeah. We got our cards and everything. Yeah. Right? Leamington, like honestly, like I love the rink and that, but like this year it's been tough. Like they don't open they barely open the canteen. They don't do Kingsville Brewery in the corner anymore. Nope. And they're the hardest arena to get in with. Like you gotta like we have cards and shit, and it's like mm-hmm. by so far we, one of the nicest. When we arena. went, we went we went to see him. Uh you know, we went and seen the Essex opener, and then we went and seen his opener. And uh, I'm with Lou and Joe, Uncle Joe, right? Mm. So uh, <laughs> we go to his game and Joe parks under the lights. I'm like, Joe, back the truck up. I said, we're going to have a couple beers, like between intermissions. And, and you know, we, we don't need the spotlight on us. And he's like, ah, I'm a cop. He never said that. I'm yeah. just kidding. So we we back the truck up and we're having a couple of beer. Who shows up? The boys <laughs> and a girl. Well, there was a, was a guy and a girl. Like the, I heard, the, that, yeah. yeah. And they shake us down, and then we're like, "Oh, well, we know, and we're there, and he's there, and Joe knows everybody, right? Yeah. Cops know cops." Yeah. So <clears throat> it was pretty fucking funny. <laughs> And after it's like, okay, we're going back into the game. <laughs> yeah, we, and that, that's what we did. Like they yeah. stayed, we finished our beers, and it's the old home opener too. It's probably late September, early October ish. So you we would have you guys would have still had yeah. warm fucking weather then. You guys are still oh, yeah, it was nice. Yeah. It was beautiful. Yeah. I can't believe it was the home. I like that was a long time ago. Yeah, it was the home opener. It was a home opener. I yeah, because I we went and seen. I do remember that now. Because I remember Lou telling me. me. Well, I went and seen that Essex home opener. Joe didn't come because, like, I think it's on a Tuesday, right? Then and, and the old man can't stay up that late. Like, he's got to be in bed by six o'clock, right? Yeah. So, and then Lou, uh, it was me. 
No, Lou didn't go either. Lou didn't go either. So it was me by myself. And Ant, he can't leave the basement. Like he's just set up down there. It is a nice little setup though. Hey, uh, so how has your like coaches been with you guys? Dale right. and Mark. Like I've, oh. I'm sure once in a while they're giving it to you guys if you guys are on the shitty end, right? Yeah. Uh, not, I, could, I wouldn't say a crazy amount. Um, we've definitely got it, mm-hmm. but you know, it's our, like, they just care, right. At the end of the day. So, I mean, it's honestly, I don't think getting yelled at is a bad thing. Um, sometimes it sucks and it's just like, cause you're pissed off too, mm-hmm. but you got to take it out. You take it, but I've had no, no issues. I don't think any guys have like, uh, you know, they're funny rides is, uh, he's always got some pretty good jokes for, uh, for <laughs> the boys. Yeah, yeah. For the boys when, uh, he comes to the rink, Mitchie, Mitchie's good too. Uh, he's, he's got some jokes, but I think he needs to work on, work on a couple of them, <laughs> but he's, uh, a, dad. All, he's a dad, all in all, all in all, he's a funny guy too. And you know, they're great to us. Like, uh, they care and they obviously know the game, the mm. most important part, right? Like you admit you won two mem cups, rides had a winning team there in Flint with Wellwood or whatever. Like they've been around it their whole life. So, I mean, just listen to them. Right. There, uh, we've had a couple of guys that, uh, we got some really good young players. Uh, and you know, I think they take it like they do a good job with them or whatever and listen to them and whatnot. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't complain. Like that's another thing, my junior career, I haven't had a coach that I've had to butt heads with, you know what I mean? Like, I, I've honestly had amazing coaches throughout my whole junior career. Mm-hmm. So, so now the dirty question is how old are you now? I'm 20. Okay. So you got this year and one more, right? No, I'm done. Oh, I thought it was 21. Nope. No. Okay. 20. I'm not even going to ask a dirty question then. They should give these guys another year compared for what's happened the past couple fucking years as far as i'm concerned doesn't junior a go 21 no i think i think ohl might doesn't it no you see is the only one no like oh eight overagers in the lrl one right now too are they yeah so my did you say junior c goes 21 yeah so 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 junior c goes now i get to ask a dirty question (laughs) would you come back to uh why there's a deadline what do you mean they have a deadline like they made this rule i think when jordan was playing or whatever because i think what was happening is all these 20 year olds like say in my shoes they'd play out their junior career like junior b and then they'd be like ah you know what i'll play one more year for fun and see well then all these guys i think would meet up with their buddy or like kind of you know let's all go play here let's all go play for essex and load the team so they kind of made, I think. But you rule. can only have so many 21. Yeah, right? but like I would have had to drop down before the deadline. Oh, And I would okay. have to finish this year okay. in junior C. And then the next year I would play, but I didn't. So maybe we'll play again. Maybe not. I don't know. I, I, I think you guys will end up back out there. If, I'm hearing that we will. So staying positive. I hope so, because I want to fucking play too. Like I'm out too right now. Oh yeah. Like, uh, everybody obviously, right? It sucks. Yeah. 
the only part I don't get about this is we were way worse off probably six months ago during all this shit we were, it was worse and we were open. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like we were doing shit. Now we have a, a lesser strain of this or whatever, lesser strain. And now we're all shut down again. It just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't get into it. I don't really like to agree with it. it. Like it just is don't. like, it, it's stupid. Like at the end of the day, like, who cares? Like it's Definitely. not going anywhere. So you better just live with it. Like mm-hmm. do as you do, but it sucks. Like, especially like, I don't even think we had, we didn't have a COVID case on our team and fucking from let's say August camp after camp, you know, you start all skating the way to now, eh? all the way till I think maybe one or two guys got it on Christmas break. So that wasn't even around us. Yeah. We didn't even get it from our team. You know why? And then, and then you get locked down. It's like, well, what, what did we do? Like those two guys were sharing doobies. <laughs> yeah, be. You have to be like me. I don't share. <laughs> yeah. He just smokes it all. <laughs> okay. So let me ask you this. So you're, uh, you're younger. Now you got Lou, Kyle, and Aunt Dana. Are you are your coaches? For what? Did did Lou not coach you? Lou coached me when I was in grade six. Okay. So you you have Lou, Kyle Flood. So how many games did Kyle Flood get kicked out of? Oh fuck. And you when when he's in the dressing room, you can still hear him from the dressing room. And what was it? How many games did we play in a season? <laughs> 32. No. Uh, the only thing I remember about those guys is they would make us laugh. Like, they were awesome. Like, Flood coached me when I won. He was, like, probably my age. I think maybe a year older when we won. Like, he was, like, really young. Yeah. 20. He's a or whatever. But then they decided. Yeah, they decided. Although, like, Soupy coached us, too, yeah, when we Soup, won. Too. Yeah. And then they all decided to grab us when we were in, like, grade six, which is, like, a pretty good age. You know, because you kind of, the kids understand and you kind of make jokes. Well, you're 11 years old. You you, you know shit. So it, it was fun, but I remember like fucking, I think it was, I uh, I talked to Lou about this or whatever, but it was like our fucking first game of the season. I think we kicked it off with a tournament in Grimsby. We might've played like one or two games before and like going to Grimsby, we would always play them in the playoffs and make it out of our area and they'd either beat us or we'd lose them. So it's like, in our heads, we're like, we're going back to fucking Grimsby. Like, we see these kids, we're going to fucking kill them. Mm-hmm. Like, we were, whatever. So, our first game, it's like probably nine in the morning, maybe earlier. And we're all sitting there in our tracksuits and we're like, uh, where are our coaches? Like, <laughs> where the fuck are they? It's like a Friday morning or Saturday morning or something like that. And I remember we're like getting close to game time. We're like, where are our coaches? So, like, we had one of our parents ran us through warm ups. And fucking, we end up getting dressed. And Lou says it a different way, but the way I remember it is like them walking on the bench, like when the first period started or whatever, and then come to see like after they're wearing long like stamps up the hands from like bars and shit. wristbands. So like 
we didn't understand it as much. We were like, what's on your arm? But I think like, uh, I think my dad or whatever got a good kick out of it. Your dad was with them. Yeah, that my, <laughs> maybe so. So He was, trust me, I, I got the That's text. funny. <laughs> but so, they said that was like one of the funnier things and like ho- like hotels were fun with them they were just like they wouldn't yell as much and they kind of made sure we were having a good time so like having young coaches like that like i love yeah it was fun yeah. and like oh, they yeah. were, were a little bit more connected yeah and right? they would make jokes like where if you said that in front of your parents you might get a backhand mm. and you know hearing that shit around the rink like obviously as a kid you're laughing you think it's hilarious so <laughs> so lou said I-, I think we drank all the kids water <laughs> he's like we came in oh there was lou's so, got some so good... hungover to that game he's like we came in so hungover he's like i think we drank all the kids water <laughs> oh you could you could tell they walked in they looked like a bag of shit like <laughs> probably i don't remember it's just smelling like well, you're like what 11 like, years old right oh yeah and we're in like grimsby which is like right by niagara falls and like <laughs> you're telling me like these 23 year olds or whatever are gonna stay in in their hotel and yeah so hey curfew boys curfew imagine yeah. what the ride to the rink was like for them going there for that game knowing that they're that late like, well you know his dad probably drove going so. five in a car they're all crammed in the back seat. Wow. You, got, you got sucks. some big guys. We gotta there. we gotta go coach a peewee game. It's fucking awesome. Okay, so uh the cruise. You, you go on a cruise for the 73s. Yeah, 16. My first cruise. It was fucking what a riot. It was fun. Like like who 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 were your oldest guys on the cruise? So my vets, like, so obviously, like, as a rookie of vets, but my vets were uh, Christo and Boogs. Boogs was our captain, and then Christo, and I actually seen him, like, two, maybe two months ago at Jose's. We had a beer after one of our games. And uh, then we had Cody Leeming. They were three, Cody, they yeah. were the 396s. So they were our 21-year-olds or whatever, but. Obviously, for me, it's like a first time. So, like throughout the year, like in Essex, I find it's a because Leamington. I don't know. I can't remember. I remember they stopped the one year in that, but Essex has been doing it pretty consistently up till COVID. Mm-hmm. So, like when I got there, it'd be like we'd be like October third, and somebody would come in the room at practice and be like, "Oh, only 107 days till the cruise, boys." Like had the countdown on, and I'm just like, "These guys are already counting it," and then you go, and you're like, "Okay." you put your fucking timer on for the year after, like as soon as you get back, but it was older fun. guys. That's, that's what they do. Right. This is what they look forward to. Like for the 21 year olds, it looked unbelievable. Right. Cause they would just get the boot, the booze package, which is like, I thought like it was like 250 bucks for the weekend, maybe 200. And it's like, you drink for like three days, all day straight. Yeah. So you're drinking way over 200 bucks. Cause way uncle, uncle Joe yeah. and, uh, Lou were uh, set up for the uh, uh, reunion. Yeah, the the alumni. Yeah, isn't that like a month from now or something? Yeah, but they're they're all uh, concerned about it. They 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 don't know if it's gonna happen. It's tough to plan shit right now. I remember hearing about that. Lou was talking like that would be so fun, like to do that or whatever. And uh, Riley Jones is like, hey, uh, I I got a cabin by myself, (laughs) and I'm like. Well, maybe I should go. Well, you were gonna go? Yeah. 
Did you but I don't know what, what's going on. Well, I don't even know. Yeah, like you don't know what's going on right. anymore. So no. like it's it's so you, you go there, you get your test, you go on the cruise, you come back, and now it's a 14 fucking day quarantine in fucking Windsor. You know what I mean? Like is I, it? I, I can't no, 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 no. I'm I'm just speculating who knows who knows what it's going to be with all this shit going on they fucking shut down the schools now they're opening up the schools a week after and then you know but 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 you're not going to open bars and restaurants for another two weeks Hmm. like what the fuck like uh, the part i don't get is they're cramming kids in a classroom but we can't go out and play hockey on a rink right (laughs) like it's just i don't i don't get it I don't get yeah, it. It's fucked. It's fucked. Pisses me off. Um, now, how how did it go? Like, walk us through like COVID, like hockey COVID. Like, so you're playing, all of a sudden, there's no more hockey. Yeah. And for almost what two years? Yeah, I remember like as soon as 2020 hit, you start seeing shit on like social media, like buy a mask, wear a mask, protect yourself from like these famous people. I followed. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And right. then you go on and then like March hits and you start like, it's like, what the hell? And then we had a lot of guys from out of town that played in like the Noge, the OJ yeah. that all, you know, came to our team and guys met guys throughout the year. So they all came to Leamington. Like one of our like biggest recruits was like, that we always used to use was like, Hey, we go on a cruise. Like everyone. That's was a like, big seller. And then, like, I remember one of my or one of my buddies now that I met that year was like coming down, and he quit his team up north because it was like a lot of money to play in that. And one of my buddies texted him because he met him and said, "Hey, we go on a cruise. You just got to sell tickets for it and all this stuff." And he was there like that week. He was on our team, and he was good. But we were just playing, and I remember I was at my buddy's house right here in Essex King. You know, the Kings or whatever. Josh played with me for years. He played in yep. Chatham for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. We used to carpool. I'd meet him at an Essex or whatever. And on my phone, and it's like saying, ship might get shut down or whatever. It was a Thursday night. It was like March 12th was our last game. And literally, like, right before the game, like, as soon as we got to the rink, guys are changing out of their suits. It's like it's over. Or, like, the season's canceled. It's getting postponed. So going in the game, like even our coaches were like, just, you know, we don't know what's going to happen. Go out. It's still a game, like blah, blah, blah. But meanwhile, we all kind of had a good idea, I would say, but no one could picture it, right? You're like, what do you mean we're going to stop because of COVID? Like, right. So then we went to Jose's after and we just sawed our heads off. Like as a team, we got pretty licked up and ended up going back to the house. And then we're all sitting there though before the drink started. So you kicking. were like 17 at this at this time? No, I was 18. 18. Right? Yeah. Because it was 2020 when COVID hit. Yeah, I would have been 18. Okay. Turning 19 that year. And uh we all thought it was gonna be a two-week pause, like two mm-hmm. weeks, and then we're back at it. And it's like we all me and uh some good buddies from that team still make jokes, and it's like two years, two years later, we're still sitting here. Doing wow. it again. Oh, so but that's how it went. Like, and it was, it's still kind of shit. Like guys still will run into fans and that, or guys, people around the arena that like Leamington and 
oh, you guys had a good team. And it was like, yeah, fuck. Don't remind me. Like, remember the, what was it, Moortown and uh, Bell River Moore. we're going to play? That was the first time Moortown ever, like, made the finals. And I forget how many years right. they were saying. And then right. that happens to them. Like, that's so shit. And then everybody said Moortown was going to win that series. But yeah. who knows? <laughs> I don't know. I feel bad for all the overagers in that. And yeah, even like the 2000s. Well, even right? you go to junior A and, and you know, the, the, there's guys that didn't get drafted just because. Yeah, because of COVID. Right, right. Or, 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 or your, your, your 19-year-olds, you know what I mean? Don't get, because there's a two, two, basically a two-year fucking layover, right? Yeah. yeah, like at the start of uh, this, you said I'm on my third season. Well, it should be my fourth, but... I missed a whole year, right? I missed my whole 19-year-old year. Right. I no, played 17, tough. 18, missed 19, now 20. That was a 50-goal year. <laughs> would have been a 50-goal year. No. Sure. Maybe 50-beer sure. year. <laughs> Damn right. Yeah, but you can do that in a fucking month. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. I see you guys drink. <laughs> now, you, you also, uh, Bo, how about Bo? Like, uh, Karoski? Yeah. He's awesome. He hey. just signed. Yeah. Yeah, he. We I shared it on our uh, website. Oh yeah, yeah. Fuck. Um, Bo is, he's good. He's a beauty. He is a great guy. But he was, was he not the backup? Yeah, the goalie. We're talking about. Uh, he's from Essex. He lives in Cotton. Yeah. Oh, okay. He, uh, he's, uh, I've he's heard that name before. He coached Grace. Okay. Coach That's yeah. probably where I've heard the name before. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. he is like he is the backup. Like he doesn't play as much, but our other goalie, Paul Dory, is fucking beauty. Yeah, Paulie's. Paul I thought he was your tough buddy. guy. He's so, <laughs> he, this guy Paulie's, is a brick shit house, bro. I'm telling you, he's he's. I think he's bigger than any guy on the team. And he's like his goalie. shoulder, like he's a big teddy bear. The fucking man rocket. <laughs> and he's the goalie. And he's the goalie. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Um, I'm all tapped, Rob. So whatever you want to ask him, bro, fire away. I got a couple more. Give her. So um, if they're if you take the horn out of scoring, right? And you had a goal scoring song, like the walk-up music for the, the batters in baseball, what would it be? Oh fuck. <laughs> what a stomp. I don't know. Maybe uh this is where you say great question. Maybe Love Me Sexy by Jackie Moon. <laughs> maybe that one. If I had to pick one. I fucking love it. That's funny. That's a pretty quick answer. <laughs> That's too. the greatest fucking answer. I don't know. That's definitely don't know one of the more unique songs, ones we've had. That's not the what? The funk out of my face. That's a different one. Out of Love face. Me Sexy was his, I think, his greatest hit. Well, his number one there. How did it, how'd it go? Sing Play it. Sing us a little bit. You got a net. I'll <laughs> shoot a puck in the net, and then I'll walk <laughs> over, and you can have a plan. <laughs> That's funny. All right, I'm done. I'm done, though. <laughs> yeah, Wyatt, thank you, buddy. This has been great. Maybe, well, hopefully soon you guys are back out on the ice. You guys need to be back out on the ice. Dealing with all this COVID bullshit is no good for anybody. So 
I'm going to get out there to at least one game this year. It's going to happen. I'm going to go without Rob, and I'm going to drink a bunch of beer without him. Good. Even even if you don't make the game, you just gotta make Jose's after the game. Well, so. that can be that can be done. Too. Those are free tickets too. So <laughs> this this is how I got uh, the assistant coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rob C. His recruiting he, skills. He he wasn't answering us, so I send out the dog. I send out the pod dog after him. I go get shit. Yeah, go Rob, get shit done. Rob fucking tracks him down. That's how we do it. That's how I got yeah, him. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, thank you. Yeah, no, thank you guys for having me. And I had a great time and can't wait to hear it live. Hopefully I did all right, but <laughs> you'll be fine. Probably, Just a, probably, a fucking, probably the fucking worst interview we've ever done. <laughs> Not even close. Probably the best goal song you've heard, though. Yeah, so, like, 100%. that might be the up most for unique. I'll tell you that. No, I, I appreciate you coming on and in short notice too, like, uh, mm-hmm. it was awesome. The back and forth we were doing and, uh, I, uh, wish you the best of luck, uh, in hopefully the upcoming season, hopefully the remainder of the season yeah. Yeah. and we'll, we'll get out there, you know, me and uncle Joe and Lou and you guys, fucking all the, you guys all the park movies. under the lights. You'll we be there do the spotlight. <laughs> Yeah, it was awesome. Thank you so much for coming on. No worries. Thanks. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. And there he was, folks. Wyatt O'Neill. I bet you those boys are pumped now with uh, everything going on in this area that they can finally get back on the ice. So we're going to see some junior hockey again in this area. So we look forward to those guys being able to play and everything. So Wyatt, thank you for uh, coming in here, shooting the shit with us. He was pretty good. I really enjoyed that interview. Fuck you, Wyatt. <laughs> so, but chirp me. <laughs> it was great. And he chirped me. So. He was, what a great kid. Uh, I called his aunt Dana, uh, tried to get some info from her. Uh, she's like, oh, nothing I could say. Uh, you know, like I should have called uh, Jamie. Mm-hmm. You know, his, uh, well, it would be Dana's brother, right? Mm-hmm. but she wouldn't give me anything called his dad didn't get back to me you know mm-hmm. thanks a lot guys <laughs> so we'll move on here real quick did you see the exchange between the hurricanes and brad marchand i did on twitter what did they say to him it was something it was something oh. about, i forget what it was but it was something i don't know i forget but marchand fired back with like and you're the reason no, why. No, 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 no. It was, uh, what was what was his name? Trocek? Yes. So Tro, they're interviewing Trocek and they say, you know, you play the same style as uh, Brad Marchand. Um, you know, any comments on it? He's like, so what? You think I'm a rat? <laughs> so then Marchand... Twitter's back. What did he say? So I got it right here, actually. So it was somewhere along the lines that so, but was it Car- check? So did I, have, no, did I get that right? No, it was the Carolina Hurricanes, their team Twitter. So what it was was the Hurricanes beat Boston 7 1 the, the other night. Okay. Okay. And Carolina wrote on their thing with a photo of the boys celebrating a goal and it said L stands for Lamborghini. Okay, like, look, they got like the photo of them like celebrating the goal or whatever. It's kind of hard to kind of hard to see, 
Can't see it. Look like a mustard yeah. with ketchup. So Brad replies to them, "You're still the reason we pay twenty percent escrow." <laughs> That's what what Marshan fired back with, and it lit the hockey world on fire. And he said that, but so Trocheck though the thing with Trocheck when they said, uh, yeah, they said you're when they said that his game is similar to Brad Marshans and he came back and said, are you calling me a rat? That's what, what you're getting at. Yeah. But yeah, but I would fucking, who cares, man? I'd take that all day of Brad Marshan, whatever, if they're comparing you to his game. Well, who does Trocheck play for? Trocheck plays for the Carolina hurricanes. Okay. Trocheck is his name. Right. But yeah, so that okay. was, it was, it was pretty nice little exchange there between the two. So it was good. Um, Orlov through a knee on Ehlers, right? Yep. Got two games suspension. Do you yep. think that knees like that should be more than two games? Or I do you do you look 100%. At, or do you go based upon the history of the player or do you go by the to me it should be the severity of the injury. Okay. So when I used to play. Mm-hmm. When you're going to go throw a hit, you are leading with your knee. Yeah. Now, if you are hitting an un or a guy fucking dangles you Mm -hmm. and you literally stick out your knee because he's going around you, that's a career ending, like, yeah, career ending. You're trying to hurt him. You are trying to hurt him. Like, and I, and I get it, like, that you don't want him to go around you and you, you react, but, you know that the knee on knee mm-hmm. is going to fuck him up because you're yeah. bracing yourself and he's not, he doesn't mm-hmm. know the knees coming because you don't like it. Like we talked about before, it's like a slew foot. You don't know it's coming. Yeah. And it's one of the most dangerous plays that you could, and you could end somebody's career, blow that knee up and they're done. You can end your, you can end your own. If, yeah, if, like, if you're you're bracing yourself when you you throw a knee. Yeah, but if that guy's stronger than you, bigger than you, and on his skates, like skates better than you and everything, stronger on his skates, that's gonna backfire on you, man. Listen, I don't think that that is even possible because if I'm bending my knee to put my knee on your knee and you're trying to go around me, your leg is straight. Yeah, I know, but so your <laughs> now, now your knee is bending backwards. <laughs> Hey, you know what I mean? The reason why I say that is because I've done it. Because <laughs> I tried to do it on a fucking guy who was being an idiot when I was younger. And it turns out he was a little bigger and a little stronger than me. And it fucked me up more than it did him. Well, you shouldn't have threw the knee. I know, but that's what I mean. So, rat. It, so, that, so that's so that's what I mean. It can fucking backfire on you if you if you're doing it to the wrong guy. Well, learn how to throw a knee properly. I know. I I stuck it out there. He fucking nearly wiped it right off my body. So yeah, so he. Uh, are you okay with the with the few games there? Or would, would no, you, would I'm you not giving more. I would I'm have not, probably went to five. I, I, I would go. That's exactly what I was going to say. I would have went to five. Yeah. So sure. another thing, your boy Nazem Kadri. So I don't know how the fuck he wasn't in the All Star voting in the first place, or how he wasn't in in the first place, but he ended up getting in under the last man vote. So what I want to ask you is, is it because McKinnon was going from the team? No. Yes. Yeah, so he was so technically every team has to send a representative, which is one guy, which is voted upon by the fans. Who the fuck is going from Buffalo? Uh, Darlene, I want to say. 
Rasmus Dahlin. I gar- I guarantee you it's him. Don't 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 even look it up. I guarantee guarantee you it's him. Um, so Kadri's going. Do you think that they should have a team or a one person from every team, or do you no. think you just nope. throw out a fucking list and let the fans vote it? We got to have so yep. many D in, so many forwards in, so many goalies. Yep. If you have fucking six guys from one team, who cares? The fans are there to see the best. Put the best product on the ice. And if and who's going? The fans. Yeah. Who's paying every for fan it? All? From paying. every fucking team is going. Mm-hmm. Now, if your team is shit, you're not going. Mm-hmm. Unless you're just a hockey fan, right? Yeah. And you're going to go see or the you, best of the best, yeah. right? Like, or, your, who, or your fan base votes you in. Who wouldn't want to go see Sidney Crosby? Now, let me ask you this. Um, what do you think about players not going? I know. That, Excuse me, and taking that extra week. Yeah, I know that if they don't go heal. in their in their pick, they get a suspension. Eh, they get a one game suspension. Because Ovi did it a while back. Okay, but what do you think about it? Is what I'm asking about. Like, if a guy doesn't want to go, yeah. If a guy doesn't want to go, all you got to say is that you're like nicked up a little bit and you're kind of hurt and you want to rest. They can't stop you from resting. If you're saying that you're hurt, but if you're just saying, I don't want to go, then to be honest with you, as bad as it sounds, and I might catch a little bit of backlash for this, but you should get the one game suspension. Reason being is those fans are there to see you. Those fans voted in you. Right. So, and then you're, so to me, that's saying, fuck you fans. I'm not going, even though you voted me in. So yeah, sit your game. I agree with that. Why not? It's not like you're going to go there and get hurt. Tell me when, when's the last time someone got hurt in an all-star game. Oh, it's pod <laughs> no, like, no, I know, but, cares, but, right? but that's what I mean. But if the fans fucking vote you in, you should go. And if you don't go, you should face consequences because they're there to see you. They're the ones that pay your wage. They're the ones that fucking do everything to give these guys the life that they have. You know, you know what, what I mean? You so, know what I think would be really cool is if they did the, you know, what do they do? They made, they made, the four teams, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, Do it east, go back to East versus West. Right. But you put the women's league in there too. Mm-hmm. You want to know what and they the, should really do? In the all-star game. Is put a meaning to the all-star game and do it like they do in the major leagues for baseball. Well, they stopped that, right? For, for, that. for the for the World Series shit? Yeah, for home, yeah. home field. Yeah. They, I, I agree. They make should it do it in the all-star something. game then because then that will it, make them hustle a little bit. It, it, because, like, back in Gordy Howe's day, they used to have fights in it. I know. It was crazy, man. But <laughs> they also used to put the Stanley Cup winner against the All-Star team. But you're only choosing from five other teams, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now it's fucking oh. 32 teams. like Right. And, but- and I, was, I was just looking at it. And I'm like, okay, so the Kraken don't get to send anybody. Ottawa doesn't get to send anybody. Um... Montreal doesn't get to send anybody. And who was the other team? I can't think of the last one. Anyways, they're shit. They're shit. So, no, you you don't have anybody that's outstanding that should be in the Mm all-star game. Yeah, but they have to send one. I, and I don't agree with it. Yeah, I don't. I, I, I don't, don't like it either, it. man. I don't like it either. You but got, I, you got five all stars on the Bruins. You got five all stars on 
Edmonton Oilers. You have five all-stars on, you know what I mean? Like Tampa Bay. I Why would, would just... you want to see five all-stars from Tampa Bay mm-hmm. and those other teams instead of fucking Montreal and Buffalo? I would just like to see the all-star game have some sort of meaning. That's all. It's never gonna like, and when they started doing like when Ovi was wearing the Superman cape and the glasses and <laughs> like, it's just a farce now. Like, like Don Cherry stopped yeah. going to the all-star game when it just started turning into pond hockey yeah. and, and there was no defense and there was no, you know, you know what you want to do? You want to take the best plus minuses and make those the all-star game. Yeah. Yeah. They got to say you're playing for, you know, like, where does the money go for the all-star game? Just probably back into the league. Back into the league. Okay. Cause the league needs more money. Cause that, well, that probably helps with like that all-star thing could give them for the following season could give them more money to the caps. It could like, you know what I mean? It could vary off a bunch of different ways because if the league makes more then they're going to allow you to spend more. Right. Yeah. But the, 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 it's the owners making the money. It's not, yeah. It's not the league. I know, but if the league is what are the player what do the players get out of it? I don't know. One guy wins a fucking truck. (laughs) Pretty much. Like (laughs) pretty much. I don't know, man. We'll see. Hopefully they do something about it soon. I I I think adding the girls to the team would promote it because there's no hitting in it. So why not add the girls to it? I think they're gonna have hopefully they have another girls game again. The like Canada US thing again would be good. I'd be down that should for be that its again. own thing then. No, like, I know, but like, I'd be I'd be down to see that again. For sure. And like in the 100%. skills competition, like yeah. uh what's her name from the US when she was wheeling doing the uh the fastest skater? Yeah. Yeah, that was crazy. She Fuck, was like she was fast. Yeah, she was. But like I I, I think you want to help you want to help uh the women's hockey program. You you need to add them mm-hmm. and more of them to to the game. I think they are going to start getting more involved. You're and, you, and you don't think and that it. if the women are, you know, the women are going to just, they're not going to be man and eh, you know, oh, they're going to go like the, like the guys, like the guys are right now. Yeah. They're man and eh, you know, the women are going to be trying to prove something. So the men will have to keep up. And I think that would be great mm-hmm. for the all-star. Game. Yeah. But they'll never mix them out on the ice together. Why? Cause they don't want to get fucking blown up. No, just not even just risk of injury, shit like that. Shots get hit, someone getting hit with a shot or something like that. They'd rather think just... they take slap shots in the fucking all-star game. I know, but I know, but I'm just saying you'll you'll probably never see them mix, but they'll give them their own thing at the all-star game. Like they probably like, I think it would be huge. I think it'd be huge for it'd be different. Know, <laughs> I think it would be huge for women's hockey. That would help them so much. It'd be different. I wonder if our pal uh Kirsten Welsh will end up there again, refing the uh, ladies. I'm sure. I'm sure she will. She was there last time, so I'm sure she'll end up there again this time. So ho- hopefully she does. That'd be cool for her. Um, we'll move on real quick. Couple things left of the show here, and then we'll let you guys go. Um, Willie O'Ree, the uh, Boston Bruins retired his number. I believe he's number 22. I want to say 22 or 24 or something. One of those two numbers. 22. So- 22 is now up in the rafters at uh, TD Garden. So for those who don't know, Willie O'Ree was the first ever um, African-American to play in the NHL or to play an NHL game was Willie O'Ree. So they just celebrated him 
not too long ago. So absolute legend. Congrats, Willie. Um, Rob, what do you think on that? I think it was fantastic. It, it was such a, um, what do you call it? Honorable thing that mm-hmm. the Boston Bruins did by retiring his number and uh, good for him. Like what a class act. I've watched so many things on him. Like he's just, he's just a stand up guy and he gives back as much as he's taken. You know what I mean? Like he's a fucking staple for the game. He is. He is. And, and, and not just because he's because of what he did. Yeah. African-American. He's just, he's just one of those stand up hockey players that gives back for what he got. Yeah. And he's still you know? to this And we've day. had so many of those guys on this show. And that's why we have this show mm-hmm. is because of all these legends that have come on here, like from your, your Matt Pumples to your Wyatt O'Neill's to, you know, like just, just stand up guys that uh, will do anything when they're asked, mm-hmm. you know, know, whether it's giving out poppies in front of the beer store or coming on a podcast, mm-hmm. You know, and it's, he's it's fantastic. And he's given uh he's given back to the game more than uh or actually sorry, I should say longer than he's played. Yeah. <laughs> like you know what I mean? I don't know how long he played. I'm sure he had a longer career, but like he has given back, like I think they celebrate him or or the league celebrates him every year. But now they just finally officially. And so they should. He's he's the Willie Mays Hayes, right? I agree. He, yes, he is. He's a, a he's pioneer. A Willie Mays of hockey. Yeah, he's a pioneer, right? Mm-hmm. I he, agree, man. He, he opened a lot of doors for a lot of people. I agree. So, which is going to lead us to our last little segment of the show. Beauty of the week. Do you want to go first or me? You go. I'm going Brad Marchand on that snappy comeback with uh with freaking Carolina there. <laughs> Those two uh just Brad is just you hate him when when if he's not on your team, but you love him if he is. And he's just everybody one of cheers for him when he's on yeah. Team Canada, he's right? Just, he's just one of those guys. He's good for the game on and off yep. the ice. So I'm going Brad Marchand on his snappy comebacks to the Carolina. What about nice. you? I'm going Willie O'Reed. Yeah, for that's... being the first black man to get his jersey retired, right? Mm-hmm. The pioneer. I love so. it. So that is our buttes of the week. So, do you have anything else? Or are you all, all set, nope. my friend? We've okay. had we've had a night here on the on these mics, folks. I'll yeah. tell you that. So we've been busy. It's like I went um, to work and then I went to work. But it's yeah. not work. It's <laughs> not work doing this shit. No, I it's awesome. It. So it. everybody, until next week, massive episode next week. Um so until next week, we'll talk to you guys. Aunt Rob signing off. We're out of here. See ya. Peace. Thanks, Wyatt. Yeah, I can get behind it.